All right, back here on the Sports Card, Calvin Casey, Mike Hard. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment of the first segment of the second hour is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Don't forget to go to your local liquor store and check out and try their new ready pre-made alcoholic drinks. All right, or you can just stick to the mix and add your favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so uh, before we move on to the next matchup on the docket, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Mike? Okay, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys addressed this yesterday because I didn't get a chance to listen to the show, or maybe you'll talk about it after I finish. I want to talk. You know, you, as you know, I live in Houston, and I told you, you know, I listen to your show because you're the only show Houston uh, sports radio is a complete joke. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the David Cutley situation right quick. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to him, the uh, Houston Texans did him a favor. As far as I, if I if I was him, I'd be very happy right now. Because he just collected $22 million from the Houston Texans for not even having the coach, and he doesn't have to be a part of that miserable organization that doesn't even have a, a quarterback and can't even make a decision on um, on letting their players leave town, top top receivers, uh, uh, the white guy, and other players that they've let leave town. So, like I say, David Cutley, he has nothing to feel bad about. He can uh, he can sit out the next season if he wants to. If he wants to get back into coaching, he can do that, too. The, the Texans did him a favor by releasing him, and I thank you for taking my call today. All right, buddy. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, I did hear the financial reports. Yeah, he picked up a nice check. That's the most money he's collected being associated with the NFL for one year than he's ever done. So that's a good thing for him and his family. But I, when you say do him a favor, I still – I mean, we did talk a little bit about it yesterday, Mike, but I still think uh, it's a bad look for the organization. I've been saying for the last year or two, especially since this Deshaun thing, uh, it's a it's one of the worst-run organizations in football. Um, it sucks because I know there's a passionate uh, Houston football fan base uh, down there. I mean, the, the evidence was there when the Houston Oilers was there. Uh, when they showed up, it's just bad because the ownership is 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 in bad shambles, and they've made some terrible comments over the years. and And I just think that this shows me that they hired him knowing that they were going to fire him regardless. At the end of this year, the team fought; they played hard. You know, look at look at Sam's guy in Detroit, Campbell. I mean, I don't know if Campbell's going to be. I don't know if Campbell's a good coach, an X and O's coach yet. It's still a lot of tape that needs to be out there. It's not enough sample size. But the one thing I'll tell you about Campbell, and this is a this is a this is a talent that you got to have as a coach. Everybody thinks in the NFL is about X and O's. No, the one thing I tell you about Campbell, it was fun and it, it, and it even got on my nerves with the whole. We're gonna take a kneecap. We're gonna do Buy this. The kneecap and we're gonna off. Exactly. But you know what? They played their ass off for him. And that's the and, and and they didn't Excuse quit. My language. And they they played their ass off. And that's the reason why their defensive coordinator and Glenn. That's the reason why he's got interviews. I mean, besides just the quote in the former the, player the, too. Former, former player too. So he's been a oh yeah, yeah. He's been in the Let game. Let me tell you, yeah. he was the first one to interview and, interview in Denver. I mean, I I don't know if he's the they got you know uh, the linebacker that they're uh, interviewed to. I don't know if he's part of the Rooney Rule, but I know him. He's from the Bill Parcells. Tree played under Bill Parcells. I think there's something brewing with that brother. But my point is, is that with the Houston situation, Mike, I just think it's an embarrassment and it's a sad situation to fire him within that year, knowing 
that they finished well, the circumstances it was, but Houston's organization right now in the front office is just is just a, a, a joke, in my opinion. And Mike needs to go to the website if he missed yesterday's show. Make sure he gets over to the website so he can right. listen to the podcast from yesterday. Yeah, good plug. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, I think – and another thing before yeah, we yeah. move on to that and get in this matchup, it just shows to prove to you too. In most professional sports – when there's trust fund babies involved, I call them trust fund babies, and they Ursa's a trust fund baby. When you get the team handed down from you, okay, some of these kids really don't want to run the team. They really don't have the passion. The only one that I've seen make, a, in my opinion, that it's like, okay, he wanted this, he's ready for this, you have to go to the Yankees with the Steinbrenner in, in that situation. Anybody else, it's kind of yeah. like the kids get it. I mean, look at our backyard. <laughs> kids don't want nothing to do with this team. They want to run anything. They're trying to see what they can sell. Sell that off. Sell this off. You know, mom said we had this. It, it doesn't work all the way. And then Houston, McNair, whatever, his son, it's no, a bad he's look. he's a terrible person. Thank he's you. Terrible. Thank he's you. Terrible. I he's terrible. I agree. He's terrible with the way he runs the organization. And if you've seen anything that has been written and, and talked about, this was a bad situation from day one in Houston. I know mm-hmm. we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but if you go back and you look at the Houston Chronicle and you read the articles from John McClain, who's been covering the NFL for, like, he's like goose. Mm-hmm. And then you look at what Jerome Solomon has written and all the other guys that have have written and been there for the good times and the bad times, they will tell you that this has been a terrible, terrible situation from the word go. And you know that that comment, and we won't get into it, that Papa McNair made. Mm-hmm. This is truly now letting the kids run. What did you say yesterday, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Uh, yeah. That's exactly what this is. No. That's I, exactly what this is. You didn't wreck the Ferrari. You didn't mess up the church's man, money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I know, man. It's a sad situation. All right, now for the teams that are still playing. Okay, moving on to matchup two, and to be full transparency, this game almost got – I even almost forgot and left this game off the docket flip. Sorry. But Cincinnati and the Come Raiders. Come on, man. I know, man. That people going to think I hate Cincinnati. No, I don't hate Cincinnati. Uh, Raiders and Cincinnati, okay? Bengals, first time here in a minute. I, are, is that – is because I thought he for sure he got one. But I'm thinking, is it true? I mean, Marvin Lewis didn't win one playoff game in Cincinnati? I thought he finally go over the hump and won That's- one. He didn't. Well, just so you know, the Bengals are one and eight all time in wild, round, uh, excuse me wild card games. Lost seven straight. Okay, yeah, only Detroit is worse with zero and nine. Okay, I guess Marv didn't. He hung around a lot because the organization yeah. was cheap. But um, hey, look, um, Cincinnati's definitely trending in the right direction. Uh, with uh, with Jamar Chase, with Burrow, I think they need. To, I think they're picking the first round. It's got to be another offensive lineman to continue to protect Burrow. Um, you know, I think the receiving core and the tight end. I think that's legit. Or you get a playmaker in the defense. But I'm still for the firm believer that you don't go missing in action as a nucleus out of the playoffs, and all of a sudden you show up and you just run through everything and make a run. Um, I knew it was going to be hell for whoever got to go in the jungle first for the atmosphere of that playoff crowd and them being back. But if there's any team that's been through everything and and that's battle-tested <laughs> in a quarterback, right now it's going to be to the Raiders. Because trust me, I keep waiting for him to fall to Cliff. The Raiders are like, oh, man, they ain't going to get to the uh, – any need to win this one, they ain't going to win this. I mean, I had a feeling they could win against the Chargers just because Staley, I just – I mean, the way he coaches and things that go, and their defense is horrible, speaking of uh, like yeah. Chargers. But the Raiders, this is um, – 
This is a this is a hard one for me to pick too. I mean, to be honest with you, because uh, you know I know Cincinnati right now is catching five and a half favorite, uh, but the Raiders are playing with. They're the one team I think you could really say out of the AFC and the NFC that's playing with house money this weekend. I mean, they're going to most right. likely get a new coach. No one expected them. I had them picked dead last the, in the AFC West in August. And then when they went through John Gruden, they went to Henry Ruggs, nobody. I mean, we had Q on the other day uh, from Raider Nation Radio on 928 Vegas. And even he, I asked him, "Would you? did you see them in the playoff of the Henry Ruggs? He said, hell no. So no one even expected them to be here. Okay, so to me, right. they're playing a little bit with a house money. But what are you looking for in this game, Hards? What are the keys to you in the matchups in this Raiders and, and Bengals matchup? Well, you talked about it a little bit, Calvin, when you were mentioning the Bengals trending in the right direction. Obviously, Jamar Chase making unbelievable plays. Joe Burrow, just cool hand Joe, just doing what he wants to do. But here's the biggest problem with that. He's also one of the the, the players that have been hit the most on dropbacks. Hmm. And Max Crosby has been causing problems. He played his best game the other night. He's trending in the right direction. And if Max Crosby, defensive end, can get himself to get it going tomorrow night or tomorrow after, what time? They played the early game? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow afternoon. This is going to be a big, big problem for Joe Burrow. He's going to have to get the ball out quick. He's going to have to depend a lot on Joe Mixon. And you said it. They're playing with house money. They're going to let their hair down. They're going to go after it. They're not even supposed to be here. They got an interim coach, the Raiders, that is. They got an interim coach. They're going to do everything they possibly can. And make note of this. If Derek Carr has a 100 quarterback rating, they're undefeated. Mm. I know those things kind of play itself out as they continue to go. And you got to let the game play. And you'll see if which way it's trending early. He may have a great game, but their defense is giving it up, so it don't really matter. But as of right now, he's 4-0. The Raiders are 4-0 when he has a 100 quarterback rating. And I told you, it's arguable to say that coming in, even on the AFC side, I would say just stick to the AFC side. Cincinnati's coming in probably with the best-skilled roster position on the offensive side of the ball. From the tight end to the running back, of course, Jamar Chase, it's, it's, it's obvious. Um, I think from a Raiders standpoint, and keep in mind, Gus Bradley's over there, spent some time with Seattle. He's got this defense playing a lot better than I thought he was. That's why I had him pick him dead last in that division. I didn't think their defense played this good. He's been in the playoffs before. The game plan is going to be very intriguing. And I think also his focus is going to be like, hey, man, like anything else. Uh, Jamar Chase, well, we got to get safety help over the top. We got to bracket him. We're not letting him beat us. And, and the other thing I think the key, the Raiders have to be careful too with Joe Mixon. They can't let Joe get going. You know, when they played this game in the desert a few months back and, and, and Cincinnati, you know, Raiders got up on him and Cincinnati had a hole and had to come out in the second half. And they really did it because Joe Mixon got doing. 32 to 13 yes. was the final score. Yes. And they just kind of ran him out the building in the second half. So, um, I expect the Raiders to make some type of adjustments, but the key, without a doubt, the obvious is going to be Jamar Chase. And then you don't want Joe Mixon to get going on the run game. And really, you just got to hope to hope. I mean, at the end of the day, look, man, he's played in front of 100,000 at Tiger Stadium. He played at the SEC. He, he won a national championship game. He was all this yada yada Heisman. But the truth of the matter is, is that this is Joe Burrow's first playoff game in the NFL. And it's a little bit different. There's going to be nerves involved. 
I think Carr's got a little experience. If you get the experience side, I give it to the Raiders side, especially from a coaching standpoint, from the def- just the defensive coordinator alone as well. So um, that'll be an intriguing. But the good thing for uh-huh. Burrow is that he's playing for home. You know, he's playing at home. He ain't yeah. on the road where he's got to go to the black hole. So that's a good thing for Burrow. Yeah. And, it, and he's from Ohio. So uh-huh. this is this is home for him. See, so I he go- might be in a good place. By the way, it's going to be 28 degrees there as well. 28 degrees tomorrow. Um, key to that to check is the win and in the Cincinnati. participation in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. the one thing I'll say what you said a few segments ago when we are talking about the Cowboys, though, hard, just like, that's good with Joe Burrow. Like I said, he's at home, but are, he's the type of guy I think could be amped up a little too much. Are you jacked up a for little sure. too much? He's going to have the wobbly boot, and he's, gonna, he's, he's made for it, but he will be, if he's not nervous, something's wrong. If you're making your first NFL start in the playoffs, there, you're gonna have a little bit of nerves, okay? I mean, hell, Tom that's Brady smoking had a Joe, little, baby. That's smoking, oh, smoking Joe, Joe, baby. Huh? That's smoking Joe. Okay, that's right. That's cigared out, dog. Okay, he been, like you said, he played in the SEC. He know what it's about. That's true. This Raider Nation train has to stop this weekend, doesn't it? I mean, damn, <laughs> if they get past this, like man, it's like all bets <laughs> off. Like if it, if they get past this, right. the only two because honestly, the worst matchup for them. Is and Q alluded to this. I agree with them because they're in the division. I pay is probably the Raiders. I mean the the, the Chiefs. I mean other than that, if they're yeah. able to get past Cincinnati, I mean because because the Raiders have been in playoff mode for like the last four weeks, and that stuff matters. Oh, okay? they had to get in there. Saw, though. They had to get yeah, in there. I, I saw Pittsburgh years ago under the great uh, Bill Cower come get hot in in November in December and ride that all the way from a 6 seed all the way to the Super Bowl title. So the teams that get hot yeah. can get hot at the right time and stay in this one time one winner go home elimination type of scenario. What you got, Jonas? Just a question, who's defense we talked a lot about offenses, but whose defense do you like? Uh, we talked about the Bengals. If they were really going to do this, the uh, offensive side of the ball would be awesome. But you, we, everybody was kind of iffy and didn't really trust the defense. I think the Raiders, you, know, you go to the Max Crosby point, sure, they're down Phylon. They lost him in the last game. But they're, they're, they're secondary is a little bit old, too. Is this just going to be a shootout? The over is at 48. Over-unders at 48. Is this just going to be a shootout and it's going to be back and forth and whoever whoever's going to has the endurance to not get gassed? Well, or is a defense going to step up and say, we're going to take this on our shoulders and stop the opposing offense? Well, first of all, Harge is the total king on the show. He's the totals, man. <laughs> I, I don't plan that, so it's hard to let you know if that's – I'm an under – I can smell under, like I tell you, zero degrees. That total set at 44, that's under. I, that that's under. I could be wrong. Forty-eight. For, no, I, well, I was talking about the Pats oh, and sorry. the thing. But that that other than this, hard oh, yeah, to have to yeah. answer you on the tone of this. Defenses, Jonas, on that question, I would think it's almost a wash because I'm not that high on Cincinnati's secondary and their defense and the Raiders. Like I said, other than Cosby, I mean, they've got to find a way to get. They don't create that many turnovers in the secondary. They don't have corners that really scare you. That's why I say they're going to have to really get help on Jamar Chase. They can't. Whoever they got, they have nobody they can leave on an island with Jamar Chase. Because if not, he's going to set a rookie record, no. a wide receiver record. <laughs> Come Saturday, if they leave him one on one, because they they're going to have to bracket them. But who do you like in this one, Harge? I mean, just straight up, not points. I know we can give our picks. I mean, out just straight up. I mean, if yeah. you had to go straight, yeah. If you have to go straight up, I'm going to fade. I'm going to fade Cincinnati just because of the home field. And to your point, this this Raider Nation. They've been riding this thing for a long time, and we didn't. I've given all the flowers I could ever give to Derek Carr. 
This yeah. dude has done everything he could possibly do as a leader. This is when you look up the picture and say leader that can deal with everything. This is the guy that everyone should look at because he has been at the forefront and talking about it. But I'm I'm rolling with smoking Joe over there, man. Oh, okay. I mean, my dude is over there chilling, mixing. Really wants to run the football in this type of game. This is the type of weather that he can really get in there. And then obviously you talked about Chase, so I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna give my pick out, but if I had to pick right now, mm-hmm. I'm rolling. I would roll with Cincinnati just straight up to win the game. Okay. The only thing I know, it, I, the, the longer the Raiders stay on, the more that I have to hear uh, David Carr <laughs> cover his brother, and it's, it makes me sick. It's just it's grotesque. It's like he's on the NFL Network. I'm like, bro, man, I understand it's your brother, but there's one thing. It's like, so hey, Derek told me he been something special about this team. They all believe in something brewing. Like, all right, man, you're living through your brother. Your damn career was ended behind a bad offensive line before he even got started, man. I feel you. But, damn, it's like, man, come on, man. Like, it's like a love offense. I know that's your brother, man. We get it. That's why he's so okay? buffed because he been, he's been battered and bruised the whole time. He had to lift some weights. Man, that was, I'm pretty sure he still wakes up in cold sweats at night seeing somebody come behind the back blind side of his ass <laughs> getting drafted. Like, he did, that's, that's one of the worst situations I've ever seen a rookie quarterback get involved just killed his career before he even got started what you gonna do before before break hard you mentioned it rookie receiving record could chase get it last year dk set it at 160 160 yards can chase do that on saturday raiders better not let that guy even get close we all know and their mama know what they number bread and butter is they better not let them get it <laughs> listen to the sports crime today's show is being presented by hazelscoutonline.com hey, we'll be back Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just wanting to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like the Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. And this segment is going to be sponsored by Cover 3. All right, Cover 3. It's Friday. They've got locations here in San Antonio and Austin and the surrounding area. And what does Cover 3 have for us this Friday, Harge? As I told you before, we always have specials going on at Cover 3 Thursdays through Sunday. Don't forget, tomorrow you can go and get brunch. Brunch is off the chain, but the 
In San Antonio, you got the special, which is Cajun cream pasta, pasta, excuse me, uh, jumbo shrimp, crawfish, and dually sausage, angel hair pasta. Boy, you look at you, boy. You looking hungry over there, mm. boy. You look like you need something over there. I always look And hungry. then in obvious Round Rock, Round Rock, we got the New York strip tacos. In Anderson Lane, we got the chilled crab towers. And then cover two off of 183, they got Mama's Meatloaf going on right mm. now, dog. They got them specials for you all weekend. Get on, go to cover-3.com. Keep up with the latest, everything that's going on, cover-3.com. Okay. Cover 3, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And today's show was presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Don't forget to check out their website as well, too. All right, so we touched on Dallas before we got to get out of here. We touched on Cincy, the Raiders. Let's move real quickly. Let's go to the other the other card. I mean, tomorrow night's game, that's probably the game I'm looking forward most to the weekend to be honest with you, is is round three between Buffalo and New England. This is everything, like I told Nick yesterday, this is everything that the front office has done for Buffalo and their coaching staff has been leading up to this point where you got to get past the Patriots when it counts. Okay, now keep in mind, even though Buffalo won the last game, okay, there was an interception of, and there was a pick six that was pretty much dropped by, I forgot my man's name, the corner for Patriots that probably would have ended up winning that game before they went off. That would have basically made it a sweep. I'll tell you right now, I, I'm, I've, I've got to stick with them. I mean, because I really want to fade my Super Bowl pick on Monday night. Okay, because like I said, I've got to stick with them because that's the rules on this show. Whoever your pick and prediction is, you <laughs> pick with your I'm, pick. I'm sitting there thinking yeah. the same thing. Hey, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, damn, I don't it. know how I feel yeah. about Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that like <laughs> my gut feeling tells me Arizona's going to finally wake up and they're going to play where they were playing. Because remember, Arizona was one of the baddest defenses in the first quarter, first six weeks of the season, and then all hell fell asleep. Yeah. And then Kyler gets hurt and they Colt comes in. I mean, then they start playing. But I'm more of thinking that my gut tells me Arizona's going to find a win to win a game money. We'll talk about that game on money, but I'm not backing off this pick for this game. I'm, I'm rolling with the Pats on this one. Um, you know, I think the weather to me, the Patriots are a more mental tough team for these conditions. Okay. Now, Josh Allen yeah. for the life of me. And I forgot to ask Nick about this yesterday for the life of me. I don't know why Josh Allen, Goes in front of the whole world and media, you know, man, yeah, cold does kind of bother. I, leave, I lose circulation in my feet. Man, like, why are you telling everybody that? Like, it almost means, like, okay, that you have me, but old Bart Scott had some. Maybe had he was some doing a bin. Maybe he was doing a. Maybe he was doing a Ben Roethlisberger. Maybe he was just Paul. We're not supposed to be here. Maybe we, ooh, nobody's giving us a chance. Everybody's talking. I'm fifty percent in the weather. Maybe he was doing that. Um, his stats show there's something wrong. He ain't getting feeling in his feet. Okay, <laughs> his stats show with a touchdown and again, it's what, crazy. But what did Bart Scott say? What yeah, did Bart, Bart Scott, Scott was on. You know, he was on the Four Letter Network. He's like, hey, you know what? First of all, he's kind of thinking like, I don't know why he's telling that. If I'm a teammate, I'm thinking like, man, shut up, man. What the hell? Just go out and play. But he said, you know, I got something for him. Tell him, because I used to do it for cold weather games. You know, guys go, pop Viagra. He goes, pop Viagra before the game. And there are some guys that I, I know one of the Buffalo guy, he was asked, but like, well, I don't know about that. He goes, he's like, I've even heard that sometimes Viagra shows up to make you fail PD test with the league. Because so that debate got, but, but, but well, Bart Scott said. Well, it is a for affirmance yeah, and answer. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a situation where, like, but Bart Scott said he's tried it. He knows there's guys. There, it doesn't shock me in the NFL, but popping Viagra before it gets the blood circulating, it gets there. 
you know, it does work in that instance, you know. Um, but by heck, I mean, I've heard of Vaseline. Like, remember that Giants and Packers game where uh, mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. Coughlin's mm-hmm. cheeks feel like they were going to fall off because they were so red? That game, you heard everybody taking Vaseline and just rubbing it all over it. I've heard those yep. seats actually get warm and hot enough that you can't sit there so long. But the whole thing, bringing back the actual game, when you have your starting quarterback saying that and you kind of know, like, hey, it's just – it does – and the way that they are built, if you really think about it, they are built for a team that is more of, I won't say really dome, but it's more for that clear day, no wind, no weather. But I'm going with the Patriots to pull the upset. Um, I'll tell you right now that we'll be in the foundation play. I will be taking that plus four and a half with them. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I don't know if that many points. This is going to be about turnovers. Don't make the mistakes. Um, and really, are the Buffalo, can they really stop the running game? And I don't think the win is going to be as much as factor it was on that Monday night, but they are going to have some win. But this is going to be barely cold. This is one of those games you're going to be cold just sitting here in San Antonio on your couch and watching those people out there as cold. But I'm rolling with the Pats on this one, man. I mean, they're my Super Bowl pick, so I've got to stay yeah, with I'm, them. I'm going with them. Well, we're looking at this in a, in a couple different ways. Obviously, we talked about this yesterday when we had Mike Firo on. He, the The Bills are fifth in offense this year. They are fifth in the NFL, and they're number they're the number one defense. Mac Jones, I don't know if he's prepared to play in this type of weather. I think you know we've been talking about all these first timers and being an opportunity to go out there and play. I don't know what Mac Jones is going to be able to do in this type of weather. You know, he played football in the South. It was always good weather for him. So I don't know. Or in a dome. So I don't know what he's going to be like. But the experience of the the New England Patriots, and we still got that czar on the sideline named Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. You know, He had him practicing outside in the cold this week. Oh, of course. And yeah. I'm going to give a shout-out to my office. Yeah, I'm going to give a shout-out to my office, the owner of our company. She is a, a Buffalo Bills fan. And Bills our front desk, he is a he is a Patriots fan. So they got a little lunch wager oh, on this, okay. one, this game okay. right here. But I'm going to have to go ahead and rock with the Bills in this one. Okay, going I'm going to have to Bills. rock with the okay. Bills in this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that my man Josh Allen will figure out a way to either pop that pill or be <laughs> able to keep his hands warm on the sideline. He's going to make something happen. So I'm going to look at – I'm gonna look at him to be able to try to get this because you said it at the very beginning of what at the beginning of the segment. They built for this. They have gone and their whole front office has been like, "This is our goal. Oh. This is our opportunity, and we have them on our say, on our land. Let's go ahead and do it. Buffalo's roll. Okay, as long as Josh okay and he doesn't end up. As long as they okay and he doesn't play stiff. You know, pause. But that's it. They both relax. So that's that's one of those. You know, so I'm going with the I'm going with the Patriots to get it done. It's going to be an interesting game. uh, You know, I think. But and again, this is one for Buffalo. If you lose this one, there's a tendency this could set you back a little bit. Speaking of Bills, because it's like, oh hell, man, we hear this again. We thought we we thought we shipped our problem out to Tampa. Because if you lose this one, it's like we won the division. We won the division two years in a row. 
But when we count, can we count? Can we get over this team? So that's mine on that one. All, and keep in mind, I said it yesterday. This is the first time that two teams that are one and two in defensive scoring overall are matching against each other. So something's about to get. Yeah. So with weather and all this, I would be – let me tell you something. If it goes over – the books are going to make a killing. Like if this ends up being a lot of points or even a backdoor 45 total 46, because with the weather and the two scoring defenses, I'm thinking this line should have been more at a 38, 39, 37 and a half, but they've set it at 44. I would definitely buy that up like two points, three points and go uh, with the under moving on uh, the defense of the title of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Remember they say, we're going to run it back. We ain't going to do all that. We're going to do it again. It starts against Philly. You have Hertz coming in. One of the best Russian teams coming into Tampa. Um, I think Philly's getting a little break on this um, because they're supposed to be rain. And this is supposed to be a wet type of thing. And who does that going to affect the most? I think it affects in the passing and in Tom. Even though Tom's proven he can play in all kind of weather. But being shorthand receiver, this plays a team that's really going to run the ball. I don't know how healthy Leonard Fournette's going to be. I don't know. I know this defense is not the defense that was coming to the playoffs this time last year. Eagles has a way to make it because the game was pretty much close, a little bit close that they played during the regular season this yeah. year. So 28-22. Yeah, 28-22 was the final. With Philly, you try to keep Tom off the field. You do these runs. You do these RPOs with Hurts. You find them going. I think with Tampa, I think Smith is going to be a tough matchup with a depleted secondary in there. But Todd Bowles will have these guys ready. I think it'll be close, but I don't really see any big upset here. I think Tampa Bay marches on. Um, I just don't think Philly has enough offensively. Uh, to take them out, especially at home. So I like Tampa to keep it rolling and and and, and keep their defense of their titles going on. Now, after this game for me with Tampa, it's all bets off. Um, and the other yeah, one Philly's is... Philly's got the number one Russian team out in the NFL. Yep. They're the number one Russian and, and, football team. So this goes to your point about time of possession. Mm-hmm. And if they can create a turnover or two and take away Rob Gronkowski, because this is the time that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski go to work. If you are a defensive coordinator, you talking about Jamar Chase doing the bracket coverage and all that good stuff, this is the game where you take Rob Gronkowski away from Tom Brady, whatever, by any means necessary. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, what, what, what Mike Evans is going to get? It's time for him to step up. I mean, you know, A.B., you know, he's yeah, out. I think yeah. that hurts them a little bit. You know, good. Well, we all know we've been talking about it for months with the Goodwin injury, but, you know, we have to see how they do. But I still think Philly, it's remarkable. I think they're the most surprising team of the year for me to be in the playoffs of both conferences. Nobody had them. I mean, you had some people that might have had Cincinnati. You had some people that had maybe the Raiders. Going, Nobody thought that Philly was in a, for them to be there. So they're truly house money, but just not enough to dethrone Tampa and the defending champs. So the last but not least takes us out to Arrowhead Field, the home of the defending two-time defending AFC champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, who's hosting Big Ben, could possibly be his last playoff game in a Pittsburgh Steeler uniform. Juju has showed up to practice. We, I don't know what kind of game shape he's going to be in, but it's a, it's another body because this Pittsburgh offense has been dismal in the last three or four weeks as they're leaning on Jesus. But I'll tell you, man, uh, you know, the running back position with Pittsburgh, the running game is going to be crucial. I think this is going to be a lot closer than the original game a few weeks ago. They were embarrassed up there. I think Pittsburgh still has to shorten the field, but, you know, if they can have to make Kansas City steady be methodical and get the game in the fourth quarter, we can see what happens. But I still feel that 
I, I would like Pittsburgh and their defense to keep it close, but again, I don't think they have enough offensively to get it done in Chiefs. Do I think it's – I mean, first of all, I wouldn't touch this game, but 13 points and a playoff game with possibly the defensive player of the year on the other side – that's a lot of points. Can they turn over Patrick Mahomes? You know, can they get this going? But at the end of the day, this is Tomlin. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when you deal with that farewell for a guy, okay, remember Dave's farewell down here led to a title. When we knew Dave's last year was going out, Ray Lewis, you know, no weapons, just prosper. Okay. We're going to go in here. This is my last time, guys. Wrote it all the Where way to the Super at? Bowl. Where my suit yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 it uh, Peyton Manning, you know, the, we knew it, Peyton. The guys rally. I just don't know if Pittsburgh got enough bullets in the gun, man, offensively to go and get it done. They're definitely going to have to make mistake-free football. Ben cannot have any turnovers, interceptions. You can't give Kansas City a short field, but this is the last game of the weekend, Sunday night in primetime in Kansas City. So I'm rolling with Kansas City to keep it going. Um, I would love to see Pittsburgh yeah. possibly pull off the upset, you know, keep Ben going. But Kansas City's a little bit, um, you know, a little bit too much, I think, for Pittsburgh in this in this matchup. Usually a wild card weekend hard. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is 23rd in offense, 24th in defense, yeah. 15 in passing, and 29th in rushing. Hmm. They, listen, this is where Kansas City has to go and be Kansas City. They can't go in there and okay. try to mess around. Patrick Mahomes said that they're not gonna, they're not taking Pittsburgh lightly. I'm sure they're not. Everybody's still auditioning. This is the first weekend they've had to play since he was a quarterback. I mean, since he was named the starting quarterback, this is the first weekend that he had to play the first weekend. Like yeah, he ain't happy about this at all. That's a good point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. he's sitting there. He's gonna have to do something. So yeah. I'm looking forward to this game as well. Obviously, like you said, it's Ben's official last hurrah. And mm. I'm not buying it. Tomlin, well, sorry, bro. He said, sorry, Tomlin, bro. sorry, bro. Yeah, and I'd be like, Ben, <laughs> Patrick, they ain't used to it. Like, man, you're getting $40 million. We should make your ass play two games in this round for that damn much. you like, go out there and get it. I know you ain't always going to have to buy. You know, but no, yeah, that is, that's a good point. I forgot about this. this hey, is before the first we get time. off the air, uh-huh. let, me give a, let me give a shout out to, to my son, DJ. Okay. Quick. He is, I told, I've told y'all about him before. This dude is like Pickums. He was the, he won first place in our Pickums of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, we had nine. T- player i mean he won 120 something games so he topped for nice. and then he also got third in the fantasy football so shout mm-hmm. out to dj and i was gonna text him before the show but he was in class i was gonna say who's your picks for the weekend because wow. i need to know that wow <laughs> all right the, the but shout DJ. out to my boy dj when dj gets older old, yeah. he ain't running numbers man if not i'm gonna come looking for you hey <laughs> right, he already know the Good number day. yeah i told you he the class president dog he the class president he know what's up i learned from watching you dad <laughs> I learned from watching you. <laughs> Dad, I don't want your life. What was that varsity? What was that varsity blues? Varsity oh, blues. What was the quarterback's yeah. name? Mox. I don't that, want that your Mox, life. That is definitely a high school Texas quarterback named Mox. You know, yeah, man. But yeah. it should be some good Moxie. games this weekend, man. It should be Spurs. They stopped the losing streak tonight yep. against the Hot Cavs, who beat Utah. That's coming in. What's the spread? I wonder what the spread in that game. This is one you might want to catch them if they're dogs at home, but that is clear. They might be favored. But anyway, all right, man, that's a wrap, man. We'll see what happens this weekend and break it down for you on Monday. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Hard. Mr. Thanks to Mr. Sandspin, the one and two. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shot City, people down the whole 305 Southfield region when that alarm goes off Monday morning for you to snooze button before you run at the rack. Just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all Monday.